everyone. Welcome to Call Me When You Drive. We're Call here. Me When You Drive. It's a new year, new podcast. That's right. And what are your, what would you do? Are you like a new year, new resolutions type of person? Um, You know what? In a way, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I think like I am a reflective person throughout the year, mm-hmm. but I feel it more so. And I kind of like feel pressure to like be better. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like this is the year if anybody wanted to do something because Monday and January 1st were on the same day. Yes. But personally, I I did not make any New Year's resolutions except one. Okay. And that was self-doubt. Self-doubt. I want to get rid of self-doubt this year and I don't okay. have an action plan still. Okay. But something about this year to me personally doesn't it doesn't feel like a new new year has started. Okay. It still feels like a continuation of 2023. Okay. Every year like I feel like okay the vibes are like it's a new year. Yeah. This year I'm not getting that vibe. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah, I I kind of feel I I honestly I hate new years if I'm being honest. I think January sucks. I think February sucks too. Um, December is only cool because it's like Christmas and yeah. the vibes are cool. But you just wrote off like twenty five percent of the year. Yeah, almost. <laughs> I did throw November in there too. I literally <laughs> hate November so much. Your birthday's in November. True, but it's just so depressing. Like the when the season changes and spring, uh, autumn is gone. Yeah, I just I hate it. Do you feel like if your birthday was in like May, would you hate May too? Like, no. is it the birthday thing or is it just the timing of it? The birthday also is like, like I said, like is a time of reflection. Yeah. And like, I'm taking inventory of everything I have and, and what I've done. Mm. And um, sometimes I can't help but focus on like the things that I don't have, which is terrible. It's a bad habit. Yeah. But I do tend to like look at, Okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to change? What do I need, you know, how can I grow? So I guess in a way it's good, but it's just like a little sad. <laughs> I know. I know what you mean. I feel like for me there was a turning point. Until like 23 or 24, I was I was happy with birthdays. Yeah. And then for like a few years I was upset about birthdays because i felt like i was getting older after my mid-20s because i couldn't say anymore that i was in my mid-20s i know but now like since last year it's actually changed for me where i've been looking forward to my 30s okay because i feel like it's a privilege to get there yes and then i also feel like maybe my 30s will be less of a shitstorm. yeah fair enough i actually i kind of feel the same way yeah like i i don't want to turn th- I don't want to turn 30 but I remember when I was in high school and like my last couple of years I don't know I was just like when I'm 30 things are just gonna be so much better because I knew I'm like I don't think I can get my shit together in like two three years oh my god so like I'm in my 20s I'm not gonna be like I'm gonna I'm not gonna be anything I'm yeah. just you know what I mean gonna be figuring everything out yeah um but even with saying that, it's like you still put so much pressure on yourself, like to figure things out in your twenties. And it's like, come on. A hundred percent. 
And I feel like a lot of people are now saying that 30s are the new 20s. And I don't think people mean that in the sense of like, oh, we're still young. Yeah. But I think what our parents did in their 20s, buying a house, getting married, having kids, yeah. moving countries. Yeah. All of those shenanigans, a lot of us are going to be doing in our 30s or yes. starting in our late 20s. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. That does make sense. Yeah. Um, new year, marginally newer me. Marginally newer. Yeah. yeah. And I actually say that with a lot of comfort <laughs> because I actually don't have that much of a problem with myself. Yeah. So I'm okay being like marginally newer and not like reinventing myself. Yeah. I like who you are. Oh, thank you. You're I like welcome. who you are too. Thanks so much. Maybe um, that's why we're sitting here together. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Which um, brings me to something I wanted to chat about sure. in our first episode, which is our name. Like, not yes. our specific names, but the name of the podcast. Yes. Call Me When You Drive. Call Me When You Drive. Do yeah. you want to share why we named it that? Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, And, add, like, feel free to add whatever. But me and you, like, we call each other when we drive. It's yeah. literally as simple as that. Yeah. But it's, we call each other when we're doing everything. Yeah. Whether we're, like, brushing our teeth in the morning, <laughs> we... We'll sometimes do it together on video, yeah. on video chat, on FaceTime, um, or like we're just randomly in bed or we're making things in the kitchen, making tea, making our meals. Yeah. Like it's always, we're just always in conversation while doing something else. But also I feel like a lot of our conversations when we're both driving is really focused, even though yeah, it should be like focused on the road, but, <laughs> but like. No, I sometimes mean, you're on autopilot when you're driving because you know the area, you know where you're going, and yes. you're just like, "How did I even get here?" Yeah. So yeah, I I agree, and I and I think that um when you're when we're driving, we've had conversations that can be very surface level, like, "Oh, how was your day?" Whatever. Yeah. But then a lot of the times they'll go super deep. Yes. And I love the casualness of it, and yeah. I love the randomness it of it too True. Anu, because i actually don't ever know when you're gonna call me when you're driving okay sometimes you'll be like oh i'm about to drive can i call you yeah that's when i'm like super desperate to talk to you just because i'm like obsessed with you but so you're like you this bitch better pick up yeah so i'm like so... i'm just like very hopeful and i'm like so let me give her some notice <laughs> 15 minutes at most yeah and some better days, make it work <laughs> he'll be like so like what are you doing tomorrow at like 2 30 p.m <laughs> you know what i have done that <laughs> yeah that's when I drive to Abbotsford. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I know he's not asking me to hang out. I know yeah. this is just, he's going to be driving for That's a longer right. time tomorrow. So That's he right. wants to come That's an hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. No fair. Even if I get like five minutes, 10 minutes, great. Ideally, yeah. 30 minutes. Half of the drive <laughs> would be nice. Yeah. The entire drive. Oh, that'd be uh, marvelous. <laughs> I actually recently have been really vibing to music while I'm driving. Okay. And I'm not saying that as like, okay. I don't want to talk to you anymore <laughs> okay. kind of a thing. Yeah. But um, I was thinking like for me, like both of those things, they add a similar fulfillment while i'm driving like yes. i could be vibing to music or talking to you yeah and that's a compliment because i really like listening to music while i'm driving okay that's sweet um but yeah i don't know i just i find it very fulfilling to be able to do that yeah and also you can't do it with everyone because there's a part of you that's gonna be like is this person gonna think that they're being used that's true you know that you're is just true. calling me out of convenience because yes. you're driving you've got no one else to talk to so that's yeah. why you're giving me a ring that's right 
Yeah, and it's it's true. It's true because I I don't think I could call that many people. Yeah. But also I I I wouldn't necessarily want to. Like our mm. conversations, we know what's going on with each other's lives. Yeah. Right? And so we have like talking points true. and also we can dive right in right away. Yeah. Whereas like if I call somebody else, I'm going to have to be like, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah. You know, exchange the pleasantries whereas me and you, we can just dive deep right away. Yeah. <laughs> and I often like have things going on in my day-to-day that I want to update you on. Yeah. Um and then yeah, so I want to share those things with you, but then also like sometimes I want to talk about things that are like bothering me too. So <laughs> it's like we you know, yeah. we get a lot we get like entertainment, but we also get support yeah. from each other. And we get the latest tea. And we get the latest tea. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Somehow I feel like a noob. I always have more to share. And I don't know if that means that there is just um, literally like my life is full of a circus and there's yeah. so many clowns that I always have stories to share. Yeah. But I feel like I always have more tea to spill. Fair. Like the concentration. If on any given day I was to ask you like, oh, like tell me something, like tell me something that happened. It'd be so hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I could tell you like four stories. <laughs> like I wouldn't be able to come up with anything. That's honestly, actually, there's other people in my life who are like, oh, okay, so tell me something. And I'm like, what do you mean tell you something? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Has to come up naturally. The drama. The drama. Yeah. That's what they want. Is, is but maybe I, the, the reason why I get, I hear more is because maybe I like enjoy it more. Or maybe enjoy you are the drama. To hear. Maybe yeah. I am. <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel I feel like uh, I I get that from you that you do enjoy yeah. listening, and I think it's such a beautiful thing because in some friendships, yeah, and some relationships as well, um, that might not be friendships. I'm talking like family or romantic relationships. Um, you become so invested in the other person's life. Yes, you hold so much of a stake. Yes, that it's actually not a story. No, it's actually like you feel like it's your own life update. That's right. And that's, that's right. such a beautiful thing. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that and that comes up a lot between you and I where you'll share something with me and I'm super engaged, super into it. And then sometimes I have like my own opinions. Yeah. And I try not to share my opinions, but sometimes like I can't help it. Yeah. And then I will usually say to you like, hey, full transparency, I'm about to like insert my opinion and why i'm inserting it is because like i feel emotionally charged hearing what you're sharing with me yeah and i have stake in your life and the outcomes so this is where i'm coming from and yeah yeah, so i feel bad sometimes because like i can't help myself but because we know from previous history anoop that i don't listen to everything you say and (laughs) act on it right away or at all sometimes Well, like, I yeah. have to see things for myself yes. or feel them for myself or, or exactly. like, realize that I've been dealing with shit for too long. Yeah. Um, I was watching this. Uh, maybe you sent me this TikTok the other day where um, the person was like, you know, you have a true friend in you if um, or you have a true friend in somebody else. If they get more offended or if they feel more charged up about how somebody ill treats you. <laughs> yes. I um, remember seeing this. Yeah. And that, yeah, that reminds me of like a recent situation too, where I, something happened to a friend of mine. Yeah. And I was like, so bothered by it. Yeah. I was like, really bothered by it. And I almost felt like it was like mine to, my issue. Yeah. To resolve. Yeah. 
and it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't my issue. It did cause me stress and whatever else, but like it really wasn't my issue. And so I'm also trying to like learn that balance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think like learning that balance is important when it comes to action. Yeah. Like you don't always need to act in a way where it's like, oh, I'm going to go like do something punch somebody about it. or do, yeah. do something about it if there's a third party involved. But I don't I think that feeling is so pure and it's so innate. Yeah. I don't think that feeling needs to be changed or balanced. Okay. I think it just means like you really care about this person. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I think like yeah. And in this situation I do care about the person a lot. Um but it's also I think what it is is like it feels like an injustice. So like when something feels like there's an injustice, lack of justice, I it bothers me so much. Do you feel the same the way fairness. when it happens to you? Or do you feel like you let things go? Because I think you let things go very easily. Yeah. However, over the past few years, you have developed the side of your personality where you're like, no, like, I'm not going to take this type of treatment. Yeah. But it took you work to get there. But I still think I'm you're still very working forgiving. on it, though. Thank you. I'm I hope it's like, again, it's like achieving a balance right yeah because it's like you want to be forgiving but you don't want to be walked all over mm-hmm. either and so i think i've experienced that and i also then don't want to lean completely the other way yeah and you know not be forgiving enough and so you know what i mean like it's just it's so hard but you think you can cut people off if you had to, as a result of what someone did to you? Um, that's something I question all the time, actually. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really cut somebody off. I've always... Really? Like, no family, no friends? Okay, so, like, one of my first relationships, I did completely cut that off. Yes, yes. Um, but that I felt justified in doing. It's the person was cray-cray? Okay. And uh, <laughs> essentially. And um, but since then, you know, I just feel like it, nobody's done anything like too crazy. You know what I mean? Or I don't know. But then again, I feel like it could also be like making excuses for people too. Exactly. Right? You know, like when you said something too crazy in my head, I was thinking like for me, yeah. too crazy would have to qualify as like murder or something. Yes. I don't know some and I don't like this about myself. Yeah. Um but I think I when people act a certain way I'm always like okay but like he must have had a tough childhood <laughs> or like yeah. oh like you know he he must have gone through like a rough day. You think or, of like, like their trauma. Their trauma. Yeah. Or I just try to justify why they did what they did and usually there is a justification. Yeah. It's an explanation though not an excuse. Yeah. But in my head because I can empathize why somebody is the way that they are. Yeah. I find it hard to be like chop, chop, toodles, peace out. I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so I'm reading this book right now. It's called Boundary Boss. And it's actually, um, it's made for women specifically. Okay. okay. But like, I think things that are made for women are great. But, yes. yes. Um, so, but why it's also, I think, good for like anybody, any minority or even just any person is like women are the world's first minorities right so 100 the messages in this book they're gonna they probably will apply to any minority anybody that feels marginalized but um in this book i think they said something and i'm 
my memory is kind of off, but basically that when you make excuses for somebody else, you might actually be protecting yourself from yeah. from like fully acknowledging totally. the hurt and the harm that a person has caused you. Yep. And, you know, say, for example, like it makes a person shitty that they're not being as communicative with you or not showing up for you and you make an excuse for them as opposed to really just sitting in the fact that they're mm-hmm. not showing up for you totally. or maybe they don't care as much about you as you care about them. Yep. So part of it is also like this excuse making that we kind of, I think, do to protect ourselves as well. Yeah. And I think I really relate to that, the protecting yourself sentiment, because um, earlier on in my uh, like early 20s, I think I did not cut people off because I kept excusing their behavior because I had a fear of loss. Okay. Like I had a fear which entailed like, oh my God, like what if they're not my friend anymore? Yes. What if I don't have them in my life anymore? Like that that void or sometimes it's history as well, right? Yeah. Some friendships were so long that yeah. I was like, gotta keep this. Yeah. And so you keep accepting the treatment or you just don't even acknowledge it to yourself. No. Like I know I didn't acknowledge it to myself. I think I, when I met you, yeah, I uh, met, you like I don't know. Has it been five years, six years? Yeah, it'll be actually. It's actually been six years. I think January third we met. Oh my god! Because that was our first day of classes. <laughs> you remember um, the I'm, date? I'm pretty sure. I'll check. I'll check. Yeah. Either the third or the fourth, but I'm pretty sure it was the third. Okay. okay, but yeah, sorry. Yeah. Anyways, um, by the way, Anoop has this like thing where he just remembers random dates, like very random dates. Like he'd be like, yeah. july 17th i was calling you while driving on crescent road and i like talked to you so i remember this didn't happen that day and i'm just like okay (laughs) i like associate things i don't know it's how my memory works how my brain works anyhow um no i admire the talent (laughs) i feel like um when i met you around that time i was delulu about a lot of my friendships yeah and i thought like there was nothing wrong yeah um and i could have kept going like that yeah but i think um at that point in my life, I started reevaluating and addressing those fears of mine. Yeah. Where it's like, so what? Then what will happen if I don't have this friendship anymore? And I think that comes with self-belief. Totally. Like I can handle it or I have like other relationships and other areas of my life that can continue to ful- fulfill me. Yeah. And I think it's the first time that I reflected and thought good things beautiful things can come with an expiry date yeah and that's okay and they're that's still true. gonna be beautiful in essence yeah i yeah i i agree with that i think i guess like <laughs> i guess when i hear that right now yeah i'm like thinking about existing relationships oh, okay, that okay. may or may not have expiry dates and it's yeah. not something i want to think about so i think that don't worry Anoop, that ours doesn't <laughs> No, we ours never does. Yeah, ours doesn't expire. It's just no. not a thing. <laughs> just when I die. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I'm going to die first. Oh my God, this other What day are you going to say at my funeral? Nothing. What? I'm busy. I'm sick that day. <laughs> oh my gosh, you have to come to my funeral. <laughs> okay, no, I will. <laughs> what are we talking But I could die first though. Then you have to come to mine. Yeah, I'll come to yours. Okay. What are you going to say at mine? I don't Save know. it. Save it for later. Maybe I'll just play this podcast. <laughs> Anyhow, I feel like um, it's really sad. I saw this uh, the TikTok the other day when you realize that 
you can do everything together as best friends, but you can't go to each other's funerals. Yeah. Like only one person is. That's really sad, actually. I know. I feel like I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> no, 100%. But yeah, anyhow. Um, so that is why we're calling this podcast Call Me When You Drive because we call each other when we drive and it's simple, as simple as that. Yeah. And I also like want to say that I'm very surprised and proud and happy that we are recording this podcast right Me now. Me too. Because how many years has this been in production since? <clears throat> yes, uh, pre-production <laughs> since uh, 2020. Really? Yeah. OMG. A lot of back and forth, a lot of logistics we've yeah. been trying to work out. Life just, life comes <laughs> up. Learning how to record. <laughs> yeah. Making cover art. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Takes four years, people. It does. Takes four years. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Well, you know, um, fame doesn't come free. <laughs> it comes at a price. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. I'm dead. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're able to do this because it... Are you even like friends or best friends if you haven't talked about starting a podcast together? That's yeah, I've seen that meme yeah. so so many times since we've been in pre-production. Yes, same. <laughs> but actually talking about it is just level one. Recording yeah. it is level two. That's right. Publishing is level three. So Yes. Actually see. so that's where I kind of was hoping to shift gears. Okay. And talk about a little bit like I know you said New Year's resolutions. Yeah. And I guess like I have things that I want to focus on. I was curious. I won't say resolutions because I just, I don't know. It sounds, doesn't sound as good. I, I think just like things you want to focus on, like yeah. some goals or even some like lessons and learnings that you took from 2023 that yeah. you might want to apply into the new year. Yeah. I don't like the word resolutions either. I think it's tainted. Yeah. Just feels cliche. How, yeah. It feels cliche. Yeah. Um, are, are you asking me like what I want to apply? Or are you telling me your thing? No, I thought we could both talk about oh, it, but okay, I'd okay. like to hear, I'd like to hear like oh my from, God. from you. Okay, I feel like one thing that I took away from 2023 is like life does not happen the way you think it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to be in Amsterdam right now. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in January that of shocks. last year, I was supposed to like go to Amsterdam. I was supposed to move there. Yeah. And then um, I didn't end up going yeah. because of various circumstances. Yeah. Um, and then I also, like, I dealt with grief. I lost my grandma um, last year as well. But, um, I mean, depressing, not great. No, no. However, I also, like, I traveled so much last year. Yeah. Went to Europe. Yeah. Um, went to, like, Eastern Canada, you know, um, bucket list items. New York, big yeah. bucket list item. That was, was a huge one of yours. You've been huge. talking about for years. For years. And it was stinkier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but smells. I, I still loved it. Yeah. It was great. Anyhow, the point being, I think I actually may not even have traveled as much if I was in Amsterdam. I don't know. I just think that. You think you would have just, like stayed stayed or like or like you know yeah getting used to it. maybe maybe i would have yeah but i mean i was still able to accomplish what i thought i wanted to accomplish that year but in a completely different way yes i see what you mean yeah and i got rid of a toxic tie in my life last year as well very good yeah yeah oh, no, i don't know why i'm calling it toxic i could call it many things yeah but that's what comes to me right now because it wasn't serving me anymore no 
and I don't think you mean that about the person. I think you mean it more about the impact it was in your having life. on me. Exactly. Yeah. And I got rid of um not rid, sorry. I started a new job. That's okay. how I should say it. Yeah. So yeah, like last year was just like not at all what I thought it was gonna be. Okay. But in a sense it was sad, but it was also killer. Yeah. Like, so I think I'm gonna be taking into the new year that. You can't always plan things, yeah. but just like welcome them and yeah. know that whatever is coming your way, you've got this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's, That's really cool. So is there like anything? So those are really good. Those are actually really good things to take away from the year. Is there anything that you want to focus on? Focus on this year? Yeah. I definitely 100% the self-doubt. Yeah. Okay. The the how I talk to myself in my head. Yeah. And I think a great way for me to evaluate and keep myself in check is assess how do I talk to you and compare that with how I talk to myself. And and I think that this goes for anybody. Yes. How we talk to our friends or the closest people in our life is always like championing them and like uplifting. Like uplifting and don't yeah. worry, like you can do this. Totally. And talking to ourselves is like Oh, like, I don't even know if you're worthy of this. Like, do you even deserve to be here? Yeah. So I think that's what I want to You're not smart enough. Change. Yeah. You're not cool enough. You're not yeah. cute enough. Thank you. You sound like this. Are you saying that you to know? me? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 100%. I mean, like, yeah, self-doubt is, like, constant, right? Like, and I think it's something that w- everybody deals with to a degree. Yeah. Um, And it's something that I think we have to, like, learn how to ta- tackle lifelong, right? Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I think I think we said this last year, yeah. but really this year, and I think I've gotten better with this, but this year is really about, um, and I like to say, setting boundaries and breaking barriers, <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's the theme. That's the theme, you know? Okay. I'm um, going to get that printed on a t-shirt. But I love that. Yeah, setting boundaries, breaking barriers. Okay. I think it's, um, a lot of those barriers are self-imposed, mm-hmm. just like self-doubt. Yeah. And I wouldn't even say self-imposed, but they're just like it's internal. Yeah. Right? Um so really trying to I think I I I see that too that a lot of the barriers in my life in terms of the things that I want to do, I don't do because because of self-doubt. Yeah. Even like this podcast, for example, right, is <clears throat> is something that we've been wanting to do for a few years and I've been sure I've been wanting to do it, but I have a ton of anxieties about it. Hmm. I care about what people think about me in general and less as time has gone on and I hope it continues to be less and less. Um, But I think the thing is that I want to do things that scare me this year. I don't want to not do things because I'm fearful. So if something scares me, I think I want to lean into it as opposed to just shying away from it. Yeah. I like that. Is that your focus? That is my focus. Okay. And I think if something scares me, I want to try to understand, okay, why, why am I afraid of this? Yeah. Is there a good reason to be afraid of this? Yeah. And if I move past it, what's the potential outcome? Yeah. What are the possibilities, right? 100%. So 
That's and what I'm going to really try. I really think that things are uh, scarier and bigger in our heads than they actually are. Once oh, you yeah. do them, then you're like, um, this is what I was afraid of. Like, yeah. this is so executable. Like, I did this. Yes. I was capable of doing this. And that's how pain is as well. Totally. Pain, when it's not um, experienced, if yeah. it's anticipated, where you're like, oh, like, this breakup is going to cause me so much pain or like this job, if I don't have it, or if I like have to lift something up, it's going to cause me pain. But when you actually leave the relationship, leave the job, like carry whatever it is you're supposed to carry, you realize you had it in you. Yeah. Going yeah. through the pain, then you realize, okay, I am capable of doing yes. this. I'm strong enough. I'm strong enough. And then a lot of other things in life become easier as yeah. a result of it. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah. You have to go through it. You have to, to go know, through it. To know what you're made out of. Yeah. And then you just get more confidence. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's, I, I, I'm kind of wrapping up here and bringing it back to our podcast. I really feel like um, people, and, and I, I've said this, I was just sharing this with, a, with somebody the other day, that people who think about doing things and want to make it totally perfect, yes. and they might be the best at doing it, they might be the best like singer in the in the world. Yeah. But if they just keep on like thinking about how to put themselves out there and don't actually put themselves out there, the person that's going to reap the benefits of their singing, yeah, or be able to accomplish their dream is the maybe mediocre singer who totally. actually put their video out. Yeah. As opposed to just focusing in on being perfect, yeah. on being perfect, right? Perfect. Yeah. So you don't have to be great. No. You just have to start. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think there was something you said to me last year, at the beginning of last year, and I put myself out there in different ways in 2023. But what you said to me was, um, you don't have to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just doing something is still better than like not doing it at all. Totally. And I... And I do spend like hours on things and I <laughs> run it by different people and I get yeah. approvals and then I escalate it to this person, to that person. Yes. And like, it's, it's just too much. Yeah. And I've just done it too much. Like, like my thought, even like with recording this podcast and now, okay, we're going to upload it. Okay. Let's try to share it with my friends. I share it with my sisters first. Okay. Yeah. What do you guys think? <laughs> this and that. And I'm just like, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, I don't have the energy and it just prevents me from doing things. Yeah. So that was something that I took away from what you, the advice you gave me at Aww. the beginning of last year that I just like try to remember now. Oh, that's awesome. Because you know, I'll spend hours yes. doing things. Yes. This man's once he had to write an article for a magazine um, that I work with as well. And um, I, I think the article that he wrote is called Dating During the Pandemic. Yeah. Search him up, go like, share, subscribe. Oh Please don't. <laughs> but he spent, it was such a short article and he spent so much time perfecting every single word. Yeah. And then he would like switch the sentence around and be like, oh, does this sound better now? That does this critical. sound better the other way around? Yeah. Should I add a conjunction? Should I add an apostrophe? Like, and I was like, what I did I sign this? Conjunction is. <laughs> <laughs> conjunction is like and or. Okay, cool. I think, I hope I'm saying the right thing. Okay, I think I use those. <laughs> 
but yeah and then i was like what did i sign myself up for yeah i was like i did not sign to sign up to like proof this article no. a gazillion times but i was happy doing it for you yeah but i was like oh my god how how does how, how do does i live like live? this yeah. yeah because but it's the normal day-to-day work i can do but because there were so many eyes on it yeah that's what made it scary do you get what but i mean that's- because i have like this fear yeah. of like social media putting yeah. myself out there so even like with my Instagram, I'm trying to post more pictures yeah. because it was just like <laughs> no posts. It's like 2013 yeah. or something like that. Yeah, people on Instagram are probably um, like Anoop just resurrected from the dead. Like basically. he was gone and now he's he dead. <laughs> now he's posting multiple times in the same month. <laughs> I know, but because it, like it's because it. it scares me. So no, I like I'm it. Just I love your like Instagram posts. Not be scared. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. But, um, um. No, I. Honestly, I feel like imperfection is what makes us human. I've always been like attracted to and more drawn to vulnerability. Yeah. And I think the reason and I think vulnerability is the number one thing that really bonds me to people. Yes. And lets me become friends with them or or, you know, any sort of dynamic. Totally. And for that reason, um, I really feel like it's imperfection. And the art of not being perfect, yeah, I would say, yeah, that makes us human, and that really makes us beautiful, and makes us relate to each other, yeah. And that's what I think is happening with content consumption today as well. People don't want to consume perfect, no, they want to consume relatable, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I hope that's what we are in this podcast, at the very least, yeah, relatable. Very okay. cool. Well, that brings us to the end of Call Me When You Drive, episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. But thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.